So, hello, it's Mary Lynn of Hard at Work and with a podcast series about how to create an impactful legacy. And it's really about helping you to create that impactful legacy for your business or for your life. And uh, so, anyway, I'd like to welcome you with uh, Barbara. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce your last name. Barbara. Welcome to the show of uh, Creating an Impactful Legacy. And um, anyway, we were chatting earlier about how sometimes, you know, I usually prepare the questions ahead of time, but I only do that because I want um, people, so we just, it helps me stay focused, really. Otherwise, I'm over somewhere else. But anyway, welcome, Barbara. And um, uh, look forward to hearing our conversation together. And so share a little bit about um, how you got started doing what you're doing. Well, that's um, quite a story. So at this <laughs> moment, <laughs> running a coaching business and um, at the, I'm, I'm, I'm 50 years old, so mm -hmm. happily married. Um, uh, kids are 21, 19 and 17. But at the age of 32, I was running a construction business, which I uh, had started because I grew up in that kind of business. Mm -hmm. And I was uh, diagnosed with a stage four skin cancer at the wow. age of 32. Mm -hmm. My youngest was just newly born. He was eight weeks old. And um, as you can imagine, that was a huge shock. Yeah. Uh, we were married for five years, the business running for five years, three little children, two toddlers, a baby. And getting that diagnosis that you probably have no more than six months to live. Mm. Um, I had, um, you could say the most difficult moment was the first night in hospital. Mm -hmm. When I um, was the first time without kids or babies in five years. Because, you know, when they're small, you always have, you always yeah. have one of the children. And you have that warmth and that coziness. So, um, I was there in hospital all by myself and I felt like tears coming up and I was thinking, okay, I miss my kids. And then I was thinking, well, where they are right now, they are surrounded with love and warmth. They were mm -hmm. with my parents, my parents, you know, and they are really too young to really, you know, like even realize what's going on. They mm -hmm. were just having, they were staying. So I was thinking, okay, what is the best thing I can do right now to help myself? Mm -hmm. And there was one thing that I had in my power. I decided to give the doctors faith that mm -hmm. they would help me with my body. But the one thing that I could do, that was to keep my mindset strong, mm -hmm. to keep my thoughts positive. And you could say, well, Barbara, that's easy. You know, like easier said than done. But I was so convinced that staying positive would help me. I was so convinced that starting to whine and starting to complain and starting to, to have dark thoughts would weaken me. Mm -hmm. So the next day, I called my husband and told him to, to buy me some books about cancer survivors. Mm -hmm. So I started to read stories about cancer survivors and I, everybody who would come into the hospital room, mm -hmm. I would always say, I want 
no tears, no tears here. Because many people came to say goodbye because, right. you know, like I was still six months. They, they gave me six months. People I hadn't seen in five years, 10 years, people from high school coming. They saw me, they started crying. I said, stop, I'm not dead yet. Yeah. That doesn't help me. <laughs> and that doesn't help me. Right. I wanted even if I would have died, I could as well spend my last months with a joyful spirit. Mm-hmm. I wanted to deeply enjoy each moment that was still given to me mm-hmm. and not have it with, um, you could say, telling over and over again how painful the, you know, like the surgery was, how awful the um, chemotherapy was. Because in repeating that, I think people do not realize enough, if you keep repeating negative stories, mm-hmm. it just weakens you. Right. It doesn't help you at all. Mm-hmm. So that was the first, you know, like shift that I did. Like I will only keep my mindset strong and keep my um, thoughts positive. And the second thing was, okay, if this would, you know, like end at 32, mm-hmm. my legacy, am I happy about those 32 years? Right. And the answer was no. I really? was not. I was not. <laughs> I had been, you could say, living up to expectations from other people. Mm-hmm. I followed the path like, like so many of us do. Right. You go to high school, to college, you marry, you start a business. And it was mostly based on unconscious choices. Mm-hmm. And I always had had that natural thing of, guiding people people would come for advice very easily to me mm-hmm. and i love doing that that was what made my heart sing mm-hmm. and yet i was there in the construction business so i promised to myself okay if i'm going to survive this i'm going to build a legacy mm-hmm. and i when i came home from hospital and after a year of chemotherapy I started, you could say, a journey of self-discovery, right. following trainings, um, reading tons and tons of books of self-development, spirituality, psychology, uh, getting coaching certifications, all while still running my construction business. Right. Um, and in, um, because, you know, you have investments. It's mm-hmm. not like I could close the door. <laughs> yeah. Business. that's not real life you know that I know that so um, that, that that was quite a process so and um, in 2014 I started as a side um, as a side business you could say starting having personal coaching clients mm-hmm. but, and I wanted to end my construction business around 2018 because then I know all investments were paid and I wanted to end it beautifully right but Mostly, in most of the cases, life decides otherwise. Right. So in 2016, I was faced with some huge financial losses due to the betrayal of two employees. Mm. And we were forced to end the construction business. As I look back now, like four years later, it was Mm. a blessing in disguise. Mm. It was like life, the universe, whatever you want to call it, saying, Barbara, enough. (laughs) Your destiny is not there. Your destiny is elsewhere. Um, 
And um, well, we ended with a huge debt. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to sell the, the business building. And then I, uh, we had a call from the bank in that period telling us that they might want to, um, um, how do you say that, take our house to sell our house. Oh, okay. Um, so that was, we, we are living in our, really our dream house. So that night I, I was devastated. I was thinking, you know, like again, my bad moment, looking at the ceiling, really talking to God saying like, seriously, I survived the stage four skin cancer to end up here. Mm-hmm. And I got this, you could say in the darkest moment, they say mm-hmm. the light comes in and yeah. that's it. You surrender. You're like, yeah. okay, this, this is the worst thing that could happen to me. And then I had that deep, deep, you could say realization, mm-hmm. like something within me saying, Barbara, whether you are homeless or not, mm-hmm. you are a good and worthy person. Mm-hmm. And it dawned upon to me that until then, much of my identity was attached to that house, to that right. car. Right. But that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. But if you are like grown up in, in Western culture, you know, that that's, there's so much focus on that. Right. So much focus that you are someone when you have that title, when you have that house, when you have that job or that degree. Right. That we are... And it's just the other way around. We are someone. Mm-hmm. And then we can start. We are someone for being born. We are someone. Right. And um, a week later, I got an offer from BMW. I knew someone in the management team um, to do some work for them. Mm-hmm. It was you could say, below my level, but I put my pride in aside and I said yes (laughs) and then I learned another valuable very valuable lesson if you have value to offer it always comes true so within Mm -hmm. six months working with BMW I became a member of the management team they um, they took me for doing quality management business coaching I'm still working with them for a big Mm -hmm. part that's one pillar of my business and um, if I wouldn't have said yes in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, like I wouldn't have had the other opportunities. Right. So sometimes we just have to say yes and mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. So, and then um, I, I, you know, like the business coaching with BMW, I have my personal coaching clients, um, which has, have been booming these past years. And the third pillar is uh, my online courses. Mm-hmm. So that's the story of, hi, <laughs> I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. So then, um, so with your BMW, are, are you, um, so what are some of their challenges that you find that they have um, that, that you've been privileged well, to I think with? One, one of the challenges is they're always striving for excellence. Mm-hmm. And they can, it's their germ, and they can be very, very strict. The bar is extremely high. Right. But translate that to the people mm-hmm. in the dealerships. Translate that, that those people are motivated and inspired too to mm-hmm. do the work. That's where I'm mostly coming in, into, you know, like they have the vision, they set the bar like super, super high in yeah. customer right, customer experience. Um, there's lots of processes, but just keeping like the humanness. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. All of it. Right, right. Well, that's good to know that uh, there are some companies, there's many companies actually that consider their staff or employees, you know, human or um, have yes. some way of, you know, recognizing and appreciating them, right? Yeah. And what about in your yes. personal, personal, personal side of coaching? What are some obstacles that you find that your uh, clients on a personal note have? Um, well, there are all uh, entrepreneurs, corporate, corporate leaders, mm-hmm. and that's very, that can really um, be very, um, var- uh, vary. how do you say that? No, I'm Dutch speaking. Okay. Originally. So sometimes <laughs> you have to do that. That's, that can vary from one person to Sometimes they are struggling in their relationships um, and, and they're all settled in their business. Mm-hmm. Others have their more in their business and their relationships are okay. Others have more the health issues. And it's always, you could say, if you give me a person and you, you give me the results in his life, yeah. I can very easily look through the beliefs that shape them, what is mm-hmm. living in their subconscious, how they... You could say, talk to themselves, what they believe, and what's holding them back. Right. And right. work together to making them conscious about that. It's mm-hmm. not, some people talk negative to themselves an entire day and they do not even realize it. Mm-hmm. Just making people conscious that right. maybe you're doing that and you can change that. Right. It's exercise. It's training. You right. know that, I know that training of the mind is like training of the muscles. It's permanent. It's constant. Right. It's right. never ending. Right. And sort of like somebody saying, I hate to exercise. Well, <laughs> guess what you're telling your brain? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or your mind, you know, in that matter, for that matter, right? Yes. It's like. Yes. Um, and, and, and people mostly, um, I would sometimes uh, give the analogy like life is the sea. We're in our boat, steering our boat on. You know, like most people are not even at the steering of their right. boat. They're mm-hmm. just sitting in their boat, hoping that the sea will stay calm <laughs> and they won't be bothered. If they see a wave very far, they hide already. <laughs> Instead of, you know, like being, it's, it's the same with your mind. Don't let your mind run you. Become right. aware. Right. Become aware. Train it. And you become the master. You are at the steering Right. And if the, the big wave is coming, mm-hmm. just saying, I can do that. You can never become a skilled captain from a calm sea. Right. It's the waves who will teach you right. how to, you know, like steer that boat. Yeah. Very good analogy that you say about the boat and steering it. And because, uh, you know, waters are never calm all the time, right? No, no. It's just no. like you're, you're given the diagnosis for skin cancer and then your yes. business. So those are all different waves that came at you, but you were still be able to resolve them and deal with them. Absolutely. In the moment, it's horrible. Yeah. In the moment, yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. And in the darkness, it's very dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but then having that kind of, that, that, that moment that you shift, like, I can do this. Right. And the surrender, like, okay. No, like, what's the worst thing that can happen to me? And then you surrender. And then you, um, it, it's just not, it's having a certain self-discipline mm-hmm. in, in, in taking your life into hands mm-hmm. because you, you owe it to yourself and you deserve it. Right, right. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was just thinking as you're talking about that is your greatest success and your stories come from all the waves that battered you, right? In the storms. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I wouldn't, if I wouldn't have had those challenges, let's say I grew up here in Belgium, middle class parents, um, you know, like running a business, having the dream house, the dream car. Yeah. I would never, I, maybe I would have become like an arrogant bitch mm -hmm. because I would not know what it is to, to struggle or to, it deepened my compassion right. so much for people mm -hmm. struggling. Mm -hmm. Because you know that life can hit you hard. Right. It's in the getting up that you're showing your power. Right. Right. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So what kind of clients do you find you like to work with the best then? The people that are battering? Um, I love to work with, <laughs> with entre entrepreneurs. Yeah. Very They're very solution-oriented. I, I, I love working with entrepreneurs. Really. Mm -hmm. Being an entrepreneur myself, right. I know I know many of the daily struggles they have, whether mm -hmm. it's with employees, with banks, with you know, like right. with accountancy, with um I'm I'm very much aware of what their daily life and their daily, you know, like what they get on their plate on a daily basis. Right. I'm very much into real life. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, because as an entrepreneur you take you have to be conscious. Yes. You can't spend all their time just, you know, being in the dark spot because yeah. that, that, that doesn't help you grow. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So can you um, share some um, uh, tips or things like that, that you haven't been able to help your clients with? Yes. Got a lag going on here. Is that's what I would give is seeing yourself. Are you still mm -hmm. there? Yeah, I'm okay. still there. I, oh yeah, okay. I thought I lost you for a moment. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's becoming very um there are several there are several tips. One of them is having a steady morning routine. Mm-hmm set to have a strong mindset to start a day okay which can start with a gratitude whether you 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 like to pray or to meditate and really set yourself you could say like not get up and immediately like run through the day with that to-do list and the phone in your hand right <laughs> then you're very you know like that that's not a good start of your day right it's really detaching for a moment breathing you know like that you are the master of the day that the day doesn't run you you right. run the day right you set your intentions and in how you will uh, one of my intentions is is like whatever will come on my path today i will handle it with grace and ease mm -hmm. and i keep repeating that in the morning whatever, yeah. because we never know you never know and um having helping people raise their awareness mm -hmm. on their thoughts on how they talk to themselves on um seeing that they are not their thoughts mm -hmm. that you can change that right you know that that's a very powerful moment 
right. when you can detach um, helping them see their triggers what's mm-hmm. triggering them what's in there that we have to you know like is right. there some unhealed part because someone says that you immediately go in defense mm-hmm. why do you take that so personally you know like learning them training them that what someone else says is only a reflection of them right it's nothing to do with you right and being powerful enough to choose your response mm-hmm. not to live in that reactive mode right these are some of the things you know like i work on mm-hmm. yeah yeah i totally get what you're saying about you know responding rather than just reacting to a situation mm-hmm. you know yes it's just like uh, you know, I had a really good friend fire me away an email that I was just totally shocked by it. So I thought, okay, well, it can't be about me. So, you know, but I wanted to respond to her, right? So I just took the time and just, opened, you know, thought about overnight, okay, how am I going to respond to this rather than mm-hmm. just, otherwise I'd fire off an email like that. Ah. Yeah, yeah, I know. And even, and even, and even Marilyn. Yeah deciding for yourself how big am i going to make this in my mind right am i going to dramatize this Mm -hmm. will this be an issue when i'm 80 years old and i look back at my life will that be something worth worrying or dramatizing over right so we decide many times something happens and we go woof and we dramatize right and it 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 takes over our entire thoughts and we are not at the steer wheel anymore at that moment. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Because now whatever was going on is now uh, yes. got the control, it's got the steering yes. wheel. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> yes. uh, a great an- analogy. So um, can you give us just maybe tell me how you're uh, now creating an impactful legacy for yourself? Uh, yes. Um, I... Um, well, I have a, a, a large uh, Facebook page. I have 185,000 uh, followers. I do a weekly inspirational talk mm-hmm. where people, I, I get responses, you know, like um, incredible. I'm doing this since four or five years now. Large yeah. email. I'm sending two inspirational emails, really feeling like that I'm impacting people on a large scale, whether right. it's Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, I love that direct contact right but i'm just who i am i'm yeah. you know, I'm, I'm talking to you whether i'm doing facebook live whether i'm talking in the street with someone mm-hmm. it's just me right and i think people just resonate with just me being me and right. not you know yeah. someone else or trying to be someone else i'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just Wow. Sharing my, my daily struggles, share, sharing how I overcame things and yeah. how I always stay with a smile and positive and, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, because, you know, somebody else is already taken, so you must just be yourself and give from there. Yes, Your, Give absolutely. your value from that point of view. Yeah, cool. Well, I've really enjoyed um, the conversation and your stories, Barbara. It's quite inspiring. And uh, I wish you all the success in, in the future for yourself. And, um, thank you. Thank you. And uh, you can reach out to Barbara. Um, uh, she'll have a page on podcasts. That's where mm-hmm. I host all the podcasts. And you can go mm-hmm. watch her there. And uh, she'll also be on Anchor, which is um, 
under impactful legacy. So look forward to hearing you again, Barbara, and uh, okay. replaying so the call. You know, because you know we all learn from everybody, right? There's always absolutely to learn from somebody, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. Hey, you're so welcome, and thank you for we able to finally connect. And yes. uh, you take care. And you too. Uh, as always, be kind. Be yes. best where you go. Okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. Okay. Thank bye -bye. you. Bye bye.